Salut mes amis! Welcome to The Greatest Show on Dirt, Roland Garros. I'm your host, Krithi Sarov, and I'm an avid tennis player and an even bigger tennis fan. Together, we'll dive deep into one of the most prestigious and captivating sporting events in the world, Roland Garros, aka the French Open. The Greatest Show on Dirt will be your front row seat to the fascinating stories of triumph and heartbreak tennis players experience on the famed red clay, or should I say dirt, of Roland Garros. We'll also unravel the tournament's rich history, dig into both its iconic and chaotic and controversial moments, and anticipate what's to come at the tournament in 2023. So, whether you're a diehard tennis enthusiast, a casual fan, or have no clue who Rafael Nadal is, shame on you. You're in for a treat. Today's episode is a Roland Garros 101. One for the history buffs and one for the people who've, let's just say, have never held a tennis racket. While I've proclaimed to be a diehard tennis fan, I will let you in on a secret. I don't know much about the history of the French Open, but luckily for you, I did my research and now know a lot more about this very important tournament. First off, let's start with some French Open fast facts. The French Open is one of four Grand Slam tennis tournaments. You've probably heard of Wimbledon and the US Open. Grand Slam tournaments are the World Cup or like the Super Bowl of tennis, basically. It is the only Grand Slam tournament that's played on clay. So the Australian Open and the US Open are played on hard courts. That's the most common surface that you'll see in America. And Wimbledon is played on grass and French Open is played on red clay. The tournament was founded in 1891, although back then it was quite different than what we see as the French Open today. And it takes place in Paris in the 16th arrondissement at the end of May slash the beginning of June. So one of the biggest tennis players of all time, Rafael Nadal, he is basically, his name is synonymous with the French Open. He has the record for most French Open titles with 14 titles and this is the most amount of titles held by a single person in any Grand Slam. So it's a pretty huge record. Now let's go back in time and talk about the history of Roland Garros. So, beginning in 1891, the French Clay Court Championships was a tournament reserved for only players that were members of French clubs. So, basically, it was reserved for French men only. Then, in 1925, the event was open to players all over the world, which is why it became the French Open. And then during the 1920s, French players, they still dominated the tournament, and it was really France's golden age of tennis in the 1920s and 30s. You have players like Suzanne Lenglen, who won the tournament six times in a row, and she really became one of the first tennis stars. And then on the men's side, you had René Lacoste, and he's the guy who created and founded the clothing brand Lacoste. So he was also making a name for himself back then. One would think that Roland Garros was a star tennis player, but he actually wasn't. 
He was a pioneering aviator and war hero who tragically died and was killed in action during World War I. So in recognition of his contributions to aviation and his country, the French Tennis Federation decided to name the stadium where the French Open is held in his honor, which is how the French Open kind of became synonymous with Roland Garros. After the Second World War, the Australians and Americans really started to dominate the red clay courts. You can think of Chrissy Evert, Yvonne Lendl, and Rod Laver. And then in the 1980s and 1990s onwards, it was the Spaniards who really assured their dominance at Roland Garros. Think of players like Carlos Moya, um, Juan Carlos Ferrero, and of course, the one and only Rafael Nadal. Nadal, like how I said before, has won a record of 14 French Open titles. He has really dominated this tournament like no other sporting figure ever. His success can be attributed to his footwork, his intensity, racket hit speed, amazing, amazing movement on the clay, and of course, his mentality. Rafa has been a constant force at the French Open all these years. Except for this year, which I am so salty about, but at least Rafa's replacement is Dominic Team, who's, yes, been in a big flop as of lately, well, for the past two and a half years, but Dominic Team is one of my favorite players. So even though Rafa isn't playing this year's French Open, it's okay. But even if Rafa isn't playing, like he's not playing this French Open, I'd still low-key bet on him winning the tournament because the French Open and Rafa are basically one and the same thing. I wanted to touch on a memorable, historical moment from Roland Garros. There are just so many, but I think one that stands out is when Roger Federer, a man who really needs no introduction, won the French Open in 2009. This was his first and only French Open title. He had won every other Grand Slam and almost every title on the ATP Tour except for the French Open, so it was really big and a huge moment for him and the world of tennis who had been waiting for this to happen. So I think this also just shows how clay in and of itself is such a challenging surface and kind of hints at the fact that the French Open might just be the toughest of Grand Slams and therefore one of the toughest tennis tournaments. Another memorable historical moment was when Yannick Noah became the first Frenchman to win the singles title in the Open era, which is like 1968 onwards. And this was really cool for me to learn about because I'm a Chicagoan, I love my city, but the only Chicago sports team I really care about is the Bulls. And Joe Kim Noah's dad is Yannick Noah, so I used to be a really big Joe Kim Noah fan, so it was really cool for me to learn that. I did want to touch on why I think that Roland Garros is the hardest tennis tournament in the world, and this is purely my opinion. It's very subjective. People will say all sorts of different things, like Wimbledon is the hardest or the US Open is, but I think French Open is probably the hardest because the main thing is it's played on clay. It's the only slam played on the surface, and clay is a really slow surface. But this requires players to have impeccable movement, stamina, and clay court-specific skills. Because the surface slows down the ball, 
it makes it really hard to hit winners and requires players to be extremely patient. You can't play like bang bang aggressive only tennis with winner after winner on the surface so physically and fitness wise in terms of that it's so important your endurance playing on clay is of the utmost importance physically clay is the most grueling surface but it's actually the best surface for your body because hard court surfaces are really bad for like your knees From my own experience, it's always harder to hit slower paced balls. I find it really difficult because I need to position myself better to hit the shot because it's not coming straight to me or it's not coming straight in my strike zone. And also, with slower paced balls, you have way more time to think, which means me being indecisive and overthinking where to hit the ball. So it requires a lot of strategic thinking because it's less less reactive than playing on a grass court or a hard court. Another thing on clay is that the ball bounces really, really high. So it's not in a player's strike zone, so it's harder to hit clean shots. And for players like Rafael Nadal or Dominic Team when he was back in his prime, or even Kasper Rud, who I'll talk about more in a later episode, they use their spin and the clay to really, really rattle their opponents. As we come to the end of the first episode of The Greatest Show on Dirt, I wanted to talk about why Roland Garros is really a celebration of French culture. With its history and prestige, Roland Garros is even more French than the Tour de France, for instance. This is because the tournament just has such a long history, and it's just so French, like, The fact that Roland Garros incorporates a lot of French terminology and phrases throughout the tournament just just goes to show, and the official language of the event is in French. Player introductions and announcements are all in French. And also the food and wine scene in Roland Garros is supposed to be amazing and really highlights French gastronomic cuisine. Also, while Wimbledon, when you go to Wimbledon, it's very preppy and kind of royal, Roland Garros is really an opportunity for players and spectators to display their sense of style, so the tournament sits at this intersection of sports and fashion in France. And fashion in France is really, really big, so Roland Garros is really a distinct celebration of French heritage. Thanks for listening to the first episode of this new series. I'm so excited to mix my two loves, podcasts and tennis, together. Make sure to listen to the next episode in the series, which is all about Rafael Nadal, the King of Clay.